Yes, welcome to another edition of the Springbok Supporters Support Group. And uh, we have a lot to talk about in not a heck of a whole lot of time. We better get right into it. With me today in um, the studio is a man that needs no introduction once more because he's been introduced before. Uh, Hitman Hot Al. Good day, good day, good day. And hopefully a good weekend. Yeah, because we've had a really hectic weekend. We're coming off of that English defeat to one Sir Eddie Jones, because now we know he's definitely going to be knighted so yeah. far. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's really tough uh, because uh, we were thinking that things were going to go the Spoonbox way. And they didn't. And they certainly didn't. Well, <sighs> yeah. They didn't. Everyone was thinking it was going to go the Spoonbox way, except Eddie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only guy probably in that whole team that thought that things were going to go English's way. England's way. Even some of his team, his team guys were, were thinking it was going to go the Spoonbox way. But look, uh, yeah, a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened. So much yeah. happened, actually. We're going to do a quick debrief. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the players, obviously the match, there's so many different points and things to talk about there. I mean, we'll be out all day. All of social media has completely exploded. Um, I think it was a really epic test match. The Spoonbox really threw it away. We yeah. shouldn't have uh, lost. We lost four lineouts, which was ridiculous. Yeah, that was ridiculous. In uh, attacking positions, every single one of them. Malcolm Marx, who you said was your main man, eh? I did not say Malcolm Marx was my main You, you said, said that you, you and Malcolm were quite close, you said. You said you guys had just spoke when, when you said that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't... Nope. Malcolm Marx got nominated for IRB World Player of the Year. And he is going, you know, against Burden Barrett and all these other guys. I guess he's one of those guys where if you tell them that they're doing really well, they start to do not so well. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even know. I I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I was seeing with the Lions last week, to be honest. And in 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 such deep territory, like we, we had covered so much ground. Yeah, it was try time basically, you know. And it happened four times. Yeah, we were expecting the traditional Springbok line out. You, you know, we do the mall. Um, uh, or the ruck and then eventually we kind of just drive to the line, you know, and it was going to be ugly It wasn't necessarily going to be very good, but we were going to score and that was going to be that but that never really happened Oh, no, it didn't much to all of our surprise except Eddie Jones um, Yeah, he was the least surprised out of everyone and also hitman you said a lot of things about Eddie Jones as well what? Now, what did I say about Eddie Jones? I don't know if you know, but Eddie actually sent you a, a very special gift from really? England, personally. Wow. Yeah. What, uh, what did Eddie send me? It's, it's called Humble Pie. <laughs> and uh, he wants to serve it up himself, I think. <laughs> Is it still warm? <laughs> oh, we, we know the meticulous attention to detail that Eddie Jones puts into everything he does. And you better believe this Humble Pie that he's serving, I guess, both of us. Yeah, ah, man. Look, I did say that he was a master tactician, okay? But then you also said that he has completely underestimated the team. He has. And the team, I think, also had underestimated itself. Yeah. Um, I, I can't even say it was stage fright, because I don't feel like we choked. We played well. 
but we weren't expecting Jones's team to also come to the party. Yeah, yeah, and they did. they did. Yeah, yeah, and they came to the party. They they, they played really well. Those That's guys. the worst thing you could ever do is underestimate any opponent. Yeah, I told you about the time when uh, quickly we played rugby um, <laughs> against this. Wow, you played? Yeah, a little bit of varsity rugby. We played. Um, you know, twenties, mid twenties, twenty. Well, I'm twenty eight now, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> sounds more like really late twenties. <laughs> and we played this twenty year old. Uh, team basically and uh, all our guys were saying you know what this is going to be a walk in the park these guys are so afraid of us they probably think we're so big and so tall and we, we all have beards those 20 year olds thrashed us because we underestimated them took you guys to town and then at the end of the uh, the in the in the huddle they said that when they arrived they thought that we were going to be terrible but we were better than they thought <laughs> I think that's what the English maybe thought about the spin box yeah I think that's how it went down actually, because um, the, the guys actually really played uh, quite well. They, they they were present. Some great calls made. I thought that the referee was outstanding. I don't know why everybody's Fantastic giving him so much fantastic referee flack. The guy knows what he's doing. He is nominated for um, I think he's nominated for uh, ref of the year. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's about damn time. And uh, let me I tell see. you, with the officiating that he did this weekend, I think he's going to win it. Yeah, I with the officiating that he did this weekend, he should just go on tour with us. Just come along with us on tour. It would be great to have him be the ref for every single one of our games now. Yeah, actually, actually I, I also think he, he, he should, uh, you know, lend us some of his uh, exquisite talents. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, <laughs> he's our missing man. <laughs> he is our missing man. He's, he's, he's the guy we've been looking for this whole time. Yeah, I mean, say what you want, we should have definitely won it, um, but the English won it, and that was, and that's the other thing, I mean, we, you know, we we deal with this every single time as Mark supporters, right, we go out, and we think, you know what, there's a lot of games where uh, we know are going to be nail biters, this one will be alright, I don't have any nails anymore, literally. Yeah, I'm also done biting nails, eh? I am done biting nails. My, mine are overgrown now. I, I, think the, I have to restrain myself. I think the Springboks do it on purpose. They go out and they say, listen, I think we could take these guys out in two rounds, but let's take them to ten rounds. Yeah. That's basically what happened. Yeah. And look, we, we did make a few... Not a few. I, I keep flashing back to Malcolm Marks and the lineouts. Yeah, look, I mean, it was the one thing that stood out a lot. Marks is a quality player, right? I mean, we were talking him up so much, and I think he is very, very capable. He's starting now, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Pollard also missed an essential kick. Yeah. Let's not forget that. But hey, if Alton missed that kick, different conversation. I would still be saying Alton missed the kick. Yeah, but Alton would have made the papers. Yeah, Alton would have made the papers. Because how many kicks has Alton missed? That's true. It's always tough, you know. It shouldn't come down to those kicks and it shouldn't come down to those fine moments. But um, we're going to move forward now because uh, we're going to put that English uh, defeat behind us and we're going to eat up all the humble pie that Eddie Jones is serving us. Ah, and there's so much of it. Hopefully we're going to have a, a him uh, uh, get our package of humble pie uh, this weekend against All Blacks. You guys send us an email if you want a piece because we're, we're not going to get through all of this humble pie. <laughs> awesome. There's too much of it for us. Great, so uh, Hitman, your expectations of this tour now, the rest of the tour? Oh, man. We, oh. we didn't go out and get the, um, 
Yeah, look, the whitewash is gone. Yeah, there's no whitewash anymore. When was the last time we actually got a whitewash as Brimlock supporters? Yeah. I don't know why we think we, we were going to get a whitewash in the first place. I don't yeah, remember I, ever... I, yeah. Look, in, 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 in the first episode of the podcast, obviously, we, you know, we... I sort of said, yeah, one or two, but I was expecting more the French to beat us than uh, um, the English. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah. I still have a uh, huge respect for for the French and we definitely shouldn't underestimate them. I mean, looking at the French team, they've got um, such and such at, uh, at forward and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and also, we all know how good such and such is. And I'm actually really looking forward to seeing him play. It's, it's been a while. And how's old so-and-so doing? I think old he's so-and-so be... is actually, he was injured for a while. But, uh, coming back from injury. Yeah, yeah, he's coming back from injury and he's been looking good on the off-season. Yeah, eh? A lot to prove. A yeah, lot to yeah, prove yeah. against this team. Yeah, also yeah. and so. Also and so is, uh, yeah. And his, his position is a little bit threatened as well because uh, a few of the other guys are sort of... Uh, it's the other guys that I, that I worry about the most in this French team. It's the other guys. That's what keeps me up at night. Yeah, the other guys are really... They're, they're, they're in there to win it. That's it, that's it. But on the Spoonbox side, um, oh, the yes. heck of a team. It's always a good team. Yeah, has some familiar faces. Eh? Dwayne the Bus is back. Oh, yes. He's basically French, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right. For Newland, isn't that a French surname? Yeah, that sounds French as well. Marx? Uh, yeah. Marx is probably uh, German or something. Uh, Leroux? That Leroux, there French. we go. That's another French one. Another French guy on the team. Villain. Detroit is French. I don't know, isn't it? I don't oh, think like so. Belgium? Oh, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, it's probably French. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a heck of a team. We've got... Um, and also, is it Ambrose, Papier, or Papier? Papier. Yeah. <laughs> Ambrose, Ambrose, Papier. <laughs> Ambrose, Papier. <laughs> yep, there we go. That's all the French we're going to need. <laughs> Ambrose, Papier is all talent. I think it'll yeah. be great to have him come on for Faf. Although Faf is back now, he didn't play obviously last Faf week. Faf is back and he's back. Look, you said um, you were happy with. I was happy with Ivan. I, I I don't really feel like we we missed Faf that much. Obviously, um, Faf's experience uh, speaks volumes, but um, I I think I think Ivan held us down pretty 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 well. Yeah, look, I mean, the whole team could have been better, but he wasn't terrible. Oh, we have to talk about Damien Dialandi. <sighs> yeah. Before I forget. Dainster because he had an absolutely outstanding game and it was the first time that I'd ever seen him play like that personally um, I mean for me I've always underrated him if I'm honest mm. and he came out against a team that was struggling and he did really well yeah so hopefully he's gonna he's gonna just keep that uh, that uh, you know yeah he's on the starting lineup so it looks like Russell's actually quite happy with him Andre's at 10 and your best friend uh, my best friend Alton on the bench yeah, Alton's on the bench. Alton. Yeah. We need Let's, Alton. Alton we, has we got that X factor that we don't count on. Alton's got a lot of talent. Yeah. He's got a lot of um, chutzpah, you know what I mean? Yes. He, he tries out the non-traditional moves. Yeah, yeah. He reminds me a little bit of uh, Quade Cooper. A little bit. Very little. Uh, very, very, like 1%. Yeah, yeah. Because Quade Cooper is much more creative. Yeah. You know? But you can see that Alton spent a little bit of time with Carlos Spencer. Yeah, you can. And I, and I think we needed that. And I think that's made him a really uh, uh, great player. Um, it's it's going to be good. Bongi, um, I suspect if Malcolm Marks Bonambi. is having a, 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 another off day, hopefully not. Yeah. We're going to see Bongi. Yeah. Look, Bongi's throwing as well wasn't as amazing, eh? Yeah. 
Look, nowhere near as bad as Marx. Yeah, nowhere near as bad as Marx. You know who I always thought we would have seen a bit earlier is Scott Britz. Scott Britz? The man with the giant smile. Doesn't he play in the North? He plays in the North. He plays in those conditions. I think he forgot his red scrum cap because he plays, he always plays with his scrum cap, a red one. Yeah. And I suspect he might have forgotten it and maybe he thought he's not really feeling up to the game anymore. Yeah, I think so too. I think it makes no sense that Scott Britz isn't. Um, yeah, absolutely. Scott Britz will be on, the, on this lineup. I guess they're keeping him for later. The French played the All Blacks this year. How good are the French? That's the question. How that good are they? That's an incredibly interesting question. How good are the French? This episode is sponsored by Pelton's Underwear, protecting that which matters most. How good are the French? Well, um, we've played 43 times in the past. I've taken the liberty of checking the, the statistics and we beat them 26 times. 26 times. Yeah, we only drew six times. Uh, you know what? None of it really matters. The fact of the matter is that the last time we played each other was last year, November, and they beat, we beat them by one point at home. One point difference. And yes, we haven't lost uh, in, in, in France since 2009, which is fantastic, but that one point difference, that says a lot. That definitely says a lot. And these days, the Springboks, we, we, we can only win by one or two points, it seems like. Yeah, it seems like we can't have a double point spread against any of our opponents. And I mean, in that particular game, uh, so-and-so was, uh, was, was Outstanding. Playing. Yeah, he was outstanding. Outstanding. And uh, all such-and-such such as well. Eh? Just such before his injury. stood out for yeah. me. Such-and-such such really, really played his heart out. He, he, he's going to be out for blood. Yeah. They're going to be out for blood, that's yeah. for sure. And half of the other guys are... are are now no longer part of that team, or well, of the team that's coming up this weekend, um, because now he's got another half of the other guys playing this weekend. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> a lot to of see other how guys that, coming uh, in. Yeah, it's a lot of other guys coming in. Um, let's talk about the French against the All Blacks, right? Because they they played the whole Blacks this year, mm. and uh, it was an, I mean it was one way <laughs> traffic. Oh man! Although there was a lot of controversy, the French got a red card. They did. Um, I think they, I'm not sure if they got a yellow card for another reason, but basically I know they got, definitely got a red card. Mm. How is their discipline? And that's also the same game we noticed that the All Blacks have a tendency of using the referee to break the line? Yeah, there was a lot of controversy mm. about that. The All Blacks scored two of their tries where the, in, the, in the channel where the referee was standing. But, you know, what are you going to do? If you yeah. see the gap, are you going to not take it in the, in, the, in the name of sportsmanship? I mean... <laughs> What I thought was interesting, fairness and equality are two different things. <laughs> when the when the French were down by one point, the old uh, by one player, all blacks uh, they I think only beat them by maybe ten points. But when they had fifteen men, yeah, that's when they beat them by like 20, 25 points, something like that. Yeah. So the lesson here: play the all blacks with less men. If you have you have less points against you on the board. Speaking about the All Blacks quickly, and I don't want to talk about that previous game, but are you an All Black supporter at least for this week leading up to Saturday? Oh, definitely. Against the, the English. <laughs> definitely. Eddie Jones has been talking his, his trap off 
so much for he, the last two years. He, he said that the old magic formula. Yeah, he did say he, he has the magic formula. stick. Yeah, yeah. He's been talking to Fifty Cent. Nah, I am an All Blacks fan all the way 50. after the Springbok game. <laughs> Eddie Jones said that the, the, the All Blacks are probably having a little bit of tea right now. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just thinking, oh, don't worry about those odds, mate. We're not even thinking about England right now. <laughs> and he's probably, look, he's not right. Because yeah. we know the All Blacks don't underestimate any team. Yeah. That's probably what makes him so good. Yeah, the All Blacks are not having tea right now. I'm so excited to see a press conference where Eddie Jones talks about what it's like to lose. That's also what I really, really want to see. But, but they've got to get thrashed. I hope this weekend yields uh, another amazing All Blacks record. Yeah. And an Eddie Jones press conference. I might, I might learn the hacker for this game. <laughs> You're going to learn the hacker? It wouldn't hurt. Send a little, uh, that warrior spirit from here to there, you know? Are the British quickly becoming our worst enemy? You know, it's it's are not the replacing, British. Are they replacing the Aussies? Or oh, is it more Eddie Jones? I think it's Eddie Jones. Man. Yeah, it's Eddie Jones. It's, it's he really gets arrogant. under your skin. Yeah. He knows how to do it. Yeah. You want to? I mean, it's good for the game because more people, you know, I guess it makes it interesting. But you, you definitely don't want him to win. You want him to eat his words. Yeah. You want him to eat each and every syllable. Yeah. So if the All Blacks can do us a favor, please, any of the All Black guys, I know we got a lot of support from All Black uh, players and supporters. Send Eddie Jones some vegetable soup. <laughs> it's gonna go a long way here in the in, South, in the Republic, and we'll you know we'll talk about how we treat New Zealanders and the and the All Blacks when they come down here. If you guys can just do us the solid up there, it's gonna, it's gonna go a long way. A really, really long way. The stats are heavily in our favor on our side. We should destroy them. Maybe not destroy them, but we should beat them. Yeah. I, well, look, for me, France was always the team that I was gonna be looking out for in this tour. What, what do you do if we lose? How can we lose, firstly? But now we lose two. Oh, man. Yeah. All undone. If we lose two, then we have to win two. There's no other way. We, we can't not win. Now we've got all that added pressure on ourselves. Look, we're hurting, we're limping, we're, we're in a little bit of pain. Uh, you know, we, we feel like a lot of um, mistakes were done on the field and we have quite a bit of experience coming in. I think I think the guys are gonna they're gonna give it their best. I hope so, pal. I hope so, but you know what? I, I, I went out very confident. Uh, against England and now I just I feel like just in that abusive relationship the Springboks realize that they're doing it <laughs> this is an abusive relationship we're in an abusive relationship with the Springboks they tell us they're gonna win they give us all these expectations they give us hope yeah and then we're like okay ah, great they give us hope give us so much hope we're still riding off the hope of beating the All Blacks at home yeah a little bit we need to get off the All Black train quickly but hey we're the only ones still on that train <laughs> I mean, the train driver like saying, listen guys, <laughs> next stop is the full stop. From the people that bought us Kurtz Women's Urinals, now present Toilet Guard. Circular net around the toilet to stop uh, coins and... Oh my god, really? It's a circular net around the toilet to stop coins and personal items from falling into the toilet. Toilet guard.
been another fantastic episode of the Springbok Supporter Support Group. We thank you all so much for your support. And uh, we hope that you understand that we're here to support the Springbok supporters. So, um, you know, we have each other at the end of the day. Yes, I think uh, hit. Uh, actually, just quickly on that, we um, have so much support. A little bit of fan mail. Fan mail, huh? The first episode, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the word's getting out there. Yeah, yeah, a little something for you, actually. A little something for me. Right, Ben. Huh? Ben, from, huh? Ben, yeah. Hmm. Ben from Ketan says... Hitman's voice sounds super sexy. Is he single? <sighs> Unfortunately, the Hitman is off the market. Uh, sorry, Ben. That's terrible. Yeah, look, Ben. I'm. Um, you know, it's it happens to the best of us at the best and the worst of times. What is the real tragedy is that you are actually in Cape Town. I am actually in Cape Town. It would have been convenient. Well, we don't to know say the least. anything can happen. Ben, thank you so much for your wonderful mail. We really appreciate it. But we'll um, uh, definitely keep Ben posted as to my uh, relationship status. But uh, thanks for listening, Ben. And, uh, you know, maybe a question about rugby <laughs> uh, next time. <laughs> we appreciate all the support. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a chat after the tour. It's another exciting one. The French, uh, we're not going to write them off. We think it's going to be a Titanic game. Spermok should bring it, but um, you never know. You never know. Pepe Le Pew could have a little surprise up his sleeve for us. So, once again, from the Hitman and the Hammer. Actually, I should probably say the Hammer, the Hitman. Yeah, I kind of feel like you took mine. Uh, yeah. uh, wow. Well. Yay!